Welcome to the She Builds Show. I'm your host, Stephanie Olson, a licensed general contractor who builds new construction, renovates, and designs your vision. Today, more than ever, we need raw, authentic women who are willing to rise above society's norms, break those glass ceilings, and encourage each other to boldly build the life we were meant to live. So honey, what are you building? Welcome to the She Build Show. Today, we are talking with one of the most talented landscape designers I've ever encountered. Her love for the outdoors and the ability to make the most cohesive outdoor living environment truly blows me away. I would like to welcome Jenna Johnson from Jenna Johnson Designs to the show. Thank you. I'm welcome. so excited. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so first, Jenna, I want to, I wanted to have you on the show because I know you feel strongly about just like having women in this industry and kind of support. We're kind of, you know, on mm-hmm. the same page with that. And I know you used to work for another landscape design company, but now you're- I worked you're... for several, yeah. Several, I yes. In the Bay Area first and then the East Bay, in San Francisco and then the East Bay and then here. Okay. So, so... I worked for four different landscape architecture firms before I started my own business. Okay. So there was four. Yeah. So- I met you when you were kind of in the middle of working for the last one and then starting your business. And I just am curious because I've never asked you what made you decide to take that leap to be like, I'm done working for y'all and yeah, I'm ready to do it. It wasn't like just being done, like working for other people. It was sort of just like if I always had a dream to have my own business. I mean, when I was, I think I was like 18, I was like, I went to a junior college before I went to Cal Poly in San Uh Francisco. And I was like a life, there I am with like again, but anyway, I was a lifeguard. (laughs) (laughs) I was a lifeguard in high school. And I was telling one of my like friends that was working with me about like how I wanted to become a landscape architect and how, uh, yeah, I feel like it was right when I had just like learned about it and how I thought it sounded like an amazing field because I could have my own business one day. And like, I, it would seem like something that I could do with kids that would be like a manageable kind of job. And like, yeah, he was like, what are you talking about? You're 18. Like, don't plan your whole life. And <laughs> I'm like always a planner with the five year down the road. I know where. Oh, I'm yeah, going. yeah. So then it just felt like the right step and the right time. Is that what you would say? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So back to your question. Yeah. It felt just like the right time to do it. I was just ready. And I have two kids now they're four and six. And so I think I just was like, I'm going to go for it. So I could have more of a flexible schedule and start to be, you know, be home with them now a lot of the time. And if I need to work nights or early mornings and after, you know, I usually work in the morning and my husband has the kids and then we switch like later in the afternoon and he works like the early evening hours. <laughs> right. I know. I love yeah. your schedule. I just felt like the right time for my family, really. Were you like, what was that like for you? Were you nervous to do it or did you feel like, oh, do you so feel nervous. confident enough to, you know, be able to step out on your I own? Was, no, I feel totally confident, but it was still really scary to take that step. Like I knew I was ready. But you always have that fear like, oh, am I going to get the work or are they going to, you know, is anyone really going to call me? But I, (laughs) so I started my business in January of 2020 Mm -hmm. and I was taking on like small projects in addition to working at the architecture firm. And then it just kind of like kept picking up speed. And then my daughter's starting kindergarten. So it was like, we knew we wanted to homeschool. So I'm like, I cannot homeschool and work. 
for someone else where I have to be to work from nine to five, you know? Right. I think that's so um, brave. So it was really scary, but it's just been really good. It's been such the biggest blessing for my family to like have the flexible schedule. Right. And how's homeschooling going? It's going great. We love it. We We did it last year for the first time, you know, for COVID. Your kids are older, so it's probably way harder, but this is kindergarten. So basically we just got all these resources to like help us do better at what we were doing already. You know, are you doing core or are you doing what program are you doing? What is it? Southsetter. Oh, okay. I haven't heard of that. It's another home starter in Chico. Oh, okay. So you have support and like a, you know, room or somebody or a teacher you can go to, to help you. Yeah. We met, might meet in with our teacher once a month. Okay. It's just nice to like, you know, have that check-in and make sure they're. I know. I was so there. surprised <laughs> with homeschool that when I did it last year, it was, we were done by 1130. Like it takes mm-hmm. two hours to get their work done. And then it's like all these extra like fun things that you get to add in. And I was. That's exactly how I felt. I'm like, this is awesome. We like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> what do they do? What do they do at school the rest of the four hours? Yeah. that's Yeah. That's Hopefully funny. they're just like at recess playing half the time. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. Okay. So what do you think is the most important thing you've learned during that journey? Like the journey from, you know, having kids working for someone else and then starting your own business. What's been like the most important thing you've learned? Okay. So this might sound weird, but I feel like I've like learned how to manifest things for myself. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I love that. Because you know how like you have these dreams of where you want to be. And I feel like the more specific you start to get on like what exactly that means and like what it looks like and visualizing it for yourself in your head, it's like the easier you can figure out how to take the steps and get yourself there. So you're a, plan- like- you're a planner of like putting out into the universe. This is like my big goal, my big dream. But then you also have the ability to break it down to this is what I need to do this week, this month, this quarter, this year. And is that kind of how yeah, your brain works a little bit? I try. It does kind of. And I don't really like plan it to the T. It's just sort of like worked out. But yeah, I feel like I do. I do plan it maybe without like writing down a date. It's like, these are the things that I want to get to. And like, you know, in whatever time frame, take them um, in whatever step feels like most natural and not too stressful. With work, I do really plan every single detail. Like I have to get this done on this project today because otherwise I just will get swamped and busy with family life and like, not keep up with it, you know, because it's a lot. So you just think like not being afraid to dream things or to put it out or to speak it is the thing that you've learned. You do that too. I feel like I hear you doing that. I don't like know you all that well, but every time I hang out with you, you have like a vision of something, you know? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like I like to be around other women that do that. I'm like a drawn to like friends that are like really big dreamers. And like, sometimes it's, realistic or sometimes it sounds really unrealistic, but it might, right. you know, I know if I, like 10% of those things come true for you. You're doing pretty well. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think I scare the crap out of a lot of people because I'm <laughs> like, yes, like bigger, better. Let's do that. I think my team sometimes gets like, Oh God, here she goes again, you know, with these, <laughs> you know, these ideas and but I feel like for every, you know, hundred ideas I have and I manifest and I write down that 
there's one or two really good ideas in there. And so I, I just try to never let go of that, that creative dream part. And I know that I'm too stressed or not in a healthy space. If that goes away, like if I haven't had an idea or felt creative or dreamt that I'm not having enough margin in my life. Like I can, I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah. If you're not like, I don't know, for me, I'm like, I need to write this in my journal right now, you know? Yeah. Where you feel inspired. And if you don't have one of those for a couple of weeks, you're like, oh, what's wrong? <laughs> right. I know I'm that feeling I'm, in a funk or something. Absolutely. That is something I've noticed as I've gotten older that like, if it's been too long, so I need to change something because it, it's <laughs> not like I'm not having enough time to myself or I'm not you know, creating enough margin in my life to allow that creativity to flow. Okay. So another question, I'm just curious because we feel, I feel like we're kind of similar. What is like either a morning routine or a part of your schedule look like? It's kind of, I'm just curious what like your daily schedule (laughs) is because I know you're kind of, I don't know if you're super rigid or not. I feel like I'm not, but maybe I am just, if you, if other people heard my schedule, they would probably think it was, (laughs) but like, I, so I'm naturally like a morning person, I think, but my husband's more of a night owl. So I've become more of a night owl, like over the years. Yeah. And so now I'm sort of like, I wake up when the kids wake me up, unless I wake up like naturally, you know? Okay. We're stressed about it. I'm not like a super like early morning, unless I have a meeting, you know, that I have planned at like seven, but otherwise it's like, I'm probably up at seven when the kids wake me up, you know? Right. And your kids don't, you don't have to get them ready to go anywhere. So that's great. (laughs) No, they're home. So yeah, it's like, get them some breakfast. And my husband and I do yoga like every morning together. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) I know that sounds really weird. No, it doesn't. We met in a yoga class and it's not like something we really started doing until I've been home recently where we're like, let's, you know, do it at the beginning of this year where your body feels so much better. And I feel like it's just the best routine is like to start the day. We just watch it on YouTube, you know. How long is that? the The one we do like all the time is like 12 minutes. So it's super short. Right. But it just then sometimes good. we'll be like, oh, let's do a 25 or like 30, you know. So I love that. Just, yeah, whatever we feel like doing on YouTube that day. But it's just like, you know, you like hang out together for a minute before the day gets crazy and you get a little bit of a workout in. Right. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> so I do that. And then I usually start work right after that. And then. Uh, and so does your husband do some of the homeschool stuff? Oh, or do yeah, you totally. save that for the afternoon? No, he does it in the morning with the kids. And a lot of times, like he mostly does like the science. He used to be an outdoor science teacher for kids. So he's like really good at doing that and like gets excited about it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) He does that part with the kids and he like makes breakfast and does all the things like all morning while I'm working in the office. And then if I can be done by like, you know, one, you know, so then I go to my meetings all day. I'm like, if I'm home, I'm designing. And if I'm out, I'm like doing a consult at someone's house right. where I'm designing on site and like drawing stuff up for them right there to hand off at the end of the day. Or I'm measuring if it's a bigger project and like doing a site analysis, getting things home so I can drop the base map and do the whole design. Okay. Do you have any help right now? No, no, no. I don't. Do you feel yeah, like I, you need help? <laughs> I feel like I could use help, but I also feel like I like being in control of everything that I'm doing. And oh, it's our biggest problem. Our biggest letting problem. someone help me. <laughs> I oh. wish I could just like, I don't know. Like I had this conversation someone, with but then I don't have time to do that. Right. So let me, have you heard of like Fiverr or Upwork? Yeah, I have. Okay. 
I don't really know. They're like where you send off jobs to like tasks, right? Yeah. It's basically like a virtual assistant for anything you need. So like my suggestion, because I like it because it's not a commitment to an employee or workers comp or, you know, all of the payroll liability stuff. It's just a contract laborer and you can have help. And so I would encourage you to write down the things that you hate doing. Mm-hmm. That like just drive you crazy. So give and me then, like, give me three right now. Like things that you're just like, oh, I hate doing this. That somebody else could do if you set them up with some parameters. Here are the steps. I hate plant counts at the end of my drawings. Oh, so okay. I have like hundreds of plant counts. And I feel like I have, I don't know, maybe like a ton, a tinge of like dyslexia or something. <laughs> <laughs> because when I start counting plants, counts. That's how I feel no, about when I'm counting, like, when I count hardware on cabinets. Oh my God. I do the same thing. When I count <laughs> hardware on cabinets, I'm like, was it 21 or 32? <laughs> like I have to count them seven times. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. So that's number one. Number two okay. is probably just invoicing. Yeah. Um, just cause I'm like, I don't, I don't know the whole money thing. I don't, I don't like asking for money, like to get paid, you know, it just feels oh. uncomfortable. Well, that's but crap. That's and you a, need to ask to get I know. paid. <laughs> Oh, I know. I think it's easier to delegate that task because then it doesn't feel like you're the one asking the client. Yeah. You have somebody totally. else being a little bit of a hound dog. Like, how long it takes me and like, I know that I'm being fair and that I'm charging like a good price. So what's okay, number so three? Think number three would be, I don't know. I don't know if I have a number three. Those might be the only two things I don't like doing. I guess like going over details of things at the very end, like plan checking, doing okay. all the plan checking. Okay, so sure that like everything lines up. That part it just feels so tedious and like you're gonna miss something, you know. I could hire someone to like review my plans for me and redline mistakes. There you go. That would be cool. So choose one that probably be the easiest to delegate and Mm -hmm. the one that you could let go of a little bit easier. For me, invoicing stands out because bookkeeping and invoicing is such a wide range of people that can do that, that if you Mm -hmm. were just like, here's my QuickBooks or whatever software you use and create some online, you know, like I use Trello to be able to delegate tasks and I have checklists Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff to be able to delegate that task effectively. And then you start to trust somebody. And then they show up and they do it well. And then you're able to yeah. delegate more. And then you actually get to do the things that you want to do. Because I, there you go, write it down. <laughs> Trello and, <laughs> and Fiverr or Upwork. And it takes literally five seconds to put a ad on. I use Upwork because I just have an account there. Five seconds to put a little mm-hmm. ad, a little description, how much you want to pay. And you can test these people out. And if, you know... For a hundred bucks, you can find out if it works or not, you know? Yeah, it's that's a, a good idea. Good way to like step your toe into it for us controlling women that don't know how to let go of stuff. <laughs> I know. Okay, so does my routine sound like intense or does it sound pretty laid back? I don't know. No, I think it sounds lovely. I would like to just wake up to whenever I wake up. It only happens on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, You probably wake up at like five, right? Oh, earlier. It's ridiculous. I get up at 4.15. I know. What time do you go to bed? I go to bed at between eight and 8.30. 
Oh, okay. I cannot. That makes I, it a little better, but do you like that early morning? I do. Oh yeah. Like I feel like pissed when I have to wait till like 6.30 to text somebody. Cause you know, I've been up for three hours. Like, <laughs> oh man, it's like, too I'm early gonna, to know, get shit done. Right now I'm going to call you and get answers to this question. Why is the rest <laughs> of the world asleep? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I can't text them. It's so That's late. probably why you're so powerful. You have those like three hours in the morning before anyone can bug you about things to actually focus. Yeah. I wouldn't survive if I didn't. So are I you, wouldn't. do you like work out in the morning or yeah. do you start? I what do you do? The first thing I do when I wake up is just put my workout clothes on. Like that's the first thing I do. And I'll either work out in my little workout hut here, which is like my little sanctuary. That place is so cool. (laughs) Yeah. My little hut. So I'll work out and then I always meditate. So I usually spend like 10 minutes after my workout meditating, Hmm. listening to like my mentoring podcast. And then you have like a specific kind of meditation that you do. I do. Well, I like calm. Like I love. Okay. So you'll do like a guided one with one of the apps. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just like her voice. Her name's Tamara Levitt. I think she's the one that like does the calm app and she has a daily meditation. So it's new every day and it's like 10 to 12 minutes. And I'm not great at like sitting still during meditation. So I just kind of stretch. Like I just use it to like kind of move my body, but my eyes are closed the whole so you're time. Like focusing in on it's just like inward just healing. Inward yeah. yeah. And just That's like cool. really practicing letting go of thoughts. And you do that for what, 10 minutes? Yeah. 10 to 12 minutes a day. And then I journal daily <laughs> and then I practice taking like a gratitude photo every day. So I, if at the end of the year, I have like a little huh. app that all my photos go into. So that I just want to cool. be grateful. What's that yeah. app called? Oh, is that it's a called one, yeah. It's just like, it's called one second every day. And then. Oh, okay. I've heard of that, but you made upload. it with your gratitude thing. Cause people yeah. do that with like, you know, just their life. This is what I did today, but it's way cool. It's, I like the idea of like your gratitude and at the end of the day or the year, you can just like, yeah. So it plays a whole okay. video of all my photos that I've uploaded for every day. So I have like this little, you know, it takes like, so it's probably like your minutes. horses and the beautiful sunrises. Yes. And- yeah, pretty much every day. It's like coffee, sunrise or sunset <laughs> or my horses and my children. That's what it is. <laughs> it's fun. Okay. Let me ask you what has been the hardest part about owning your own business? What do you think? Or has it just been bliss and wonderful? No, it's not all wonderful. It's just hard to... I think I wrote some notes down. Let me see if I can decide what I want to talk about. Okay, I already know. Tell me. I think that the biggest part is like, there's so many parts to learn about this industry. And then especially once you're running your own business, it's like just all the directions that you get pulled in for like... All the hats you have to wear. You know, yeah, all that has to come together for it. So there's like the building relationships with contractors and meeting, you know, trying to like meet people that are going to be able to install your designs well and like know the right person for concrete and the right person for asphalt and the person who's really good at stone and like just knowing who to recommend people for and who's going to like build it well. Exactly. Yeah. Cause you, you know can what I mean? Make everything beautiful. And then yeah. if you don't have anybody it's just like a beautiful design and it doesn't come together like the way that you envisioned it for, for yourself and the client to see it all built. Like the, what's the point of like this really beautiful drawing that I made, you know? <laughs> yeah. You, that you can't actually help them implement. Yeah. I really yeah. want it to like really be something that people like see come to life and like see the vision. Absolutely. 
And I think just like figuring that out in once I'm on my own, now that I'm like actually working with lots of people is like kind of learning of that whole part of like the install, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Because most people don't want to just stop there. They're like, okay, now how do I get this to actually yeah, happen? Yeah. No one just wants the design. They want to know like, who do I call to build this and how much is it going to cost, which is hard to do when you're not the one building it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. would agree that that would be difficult, especially if you're, you know, coming out and you don't have those like solidified relationships with various, you know, tradesmen and mm-hmm. contractors to be able to install that stuff. And it takes time. I do know that like once your beautiful drawings are implemented and like, <laughs> I have had so many people that I, you know, the people rec- or ask me all the time, like, do you have a landscape architect or somebody that could do a design? And I'm like constantly recommending you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I think, I think I have done a projects for a few people you recommended. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I talk about you a lot, but what I love is that now that you're far enough down the road, that there's actually these things that have come to life, you know, like even just at my house, it's like, there was nothing. Yeah, we're seeing the pool being dug. The pool, it's here. I know. There's a hole for the pool. At least. Exactly. <laughs> it's not done. But, but to see them come to fruition, I think is so cool. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be able to see the oh. things that you envision. What do you think is the best compliment you've ever received? Mm, That's a good question. Right. I think like from a design standpoint, I think the compliment that I really love to receive is like, I would have never thought of that. You know, when someone says that to me, I'm just like, yes, like I'm doing it, you know? Absolutely. I feel like that's the best. Like I have, they have an idea of how they want it. And a lot of times people will tell me when I come to their house, like, this is what I want it to be. And I want this over there, but then when I come back with a design, I'll like show them another way to do it. And then they're like, whoa, like it comes together, you know? Yeah. Like to just blow their mind. Yeah. (laughs) And I think you do that. And I think you have to have the ability to take somebody's input, but then know that what they're saying and what they think doesn't work and suggest something else. And And maybe it works, but there's like a better way to do it that they just hadn't like thought of, you know? Yeah. I agree. So I it's like knowing that the meaning behind that idea, but not like sticking with the exact idea. Yeah. And then slowly guiding them to your genius plan. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a big believer in recognizing accomplishments. I think sometimes very successful, hardworking women just like sprinkle over the fact that I've done a lot of cool crap. And then they just go on to the next thing and they don't like sit <laughs> in the fact that they've accomplished something. What is like a goal or something you manifested into the world that you like, you're super proud that you achieved? I think it's this, this, because I've been dreaming of, you know, this business, like I said, since I was like 19 years old and the fact that I'm like doing it and that I'm have made this happen in the last year, it just feels really rewarding. Absolutely. Okay. So I want you to like sit in it and I be proud of yourself and not, and sometimes we, you know, for me, I can just like move on to the next thing and not just sit in the fact that like, wow, the blessing has come. It is here. I'm living the thing that I dreamed of having, you know, and sometimes we forget and we get caught up in all of the business and the stress, but really like there's so much gratitude to be had in the thing that you wanted to do. And I think that keeps us happier and more fulfilled when we can just sit in the fact that like we're living the thing we dreamed. Yeah, it does. I think I should do that more because you're right. It really is easy to like move on. 
and not just being on that really quickly. Absolutely. I think I do it too much. That's why I'm like, we got to get more people to be like, yeah, good job. Well, same thing with you. I didn't like when I first met you, I, all I knew is that you were an accountant. I didn't know that you were like this female contractor, flipping houses, building houses, doing all this other stuff. In addition to that. Yeah. Like I had no idea. Maybe you were just being humble or like, didn't tell me everything. <laughs> but I'm not really wanting to talk about myself. Town. And then I think I called you and asked something about your husband who was a contractor. And you're like, no, 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 I'm the contractor. And I was like, <laughs> so embarrassed. And then I realized that you were not just like a female contractor. You were like leading all these women and like promoting female in the industry, you know? Yes. Oh, so <laughs> even I have, see, I have issues about it too. Like what? You're the contractor? What? <laughs> I know. Right. I know. That's so funny when people say that to me, I'm like, Oh no, no, it's not like, no, I, cause I get it all the time. <laughs> okay, you're the talk- only female contractor that I know. I don't know. You know? Yeah. There's, I mean, I'm meeting there. people in, in the group, but <laughs> Absolutely. You don't really come across like general contractors often, you know? I know there's only like three in California. Really cool. Well, (laughs) I think it's really cool what you're doing because I'm just so glad that you took the leap of faith to do it like on your own. Cause I saw you, I think I poked in your office one day and you know, like you're all of you guys were like lined up in little desks, you know. And I'm like, oh no, Jenna needs to be like, oh yeah, I remember that. You remember? (laughs) And I was like, what are you doing here? You need to be yeah. rocking your own world. You know what? When I got into this industry, I imagined it being like 50% like site work and doing stuff in the landscape. Like I love being out there when it's being built or like visualizing things on the site. And then when I got into like the industry working for all the different firms, the projects were really awesome and fun. But I spent all my time behind the desk, like right. typing away. away. And like, then to me, it wasn't enough fulfilling to like, yeah, you just miss being out. And like, I, never wanted a desk job. I always thought I was going to do something that was like out in nature, like some kind, you know, yeah, something with the environment. And then here I am like typing away for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Well, now you get to know go. Where I am. That's good. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I have a question about what or who has been your biggest support? Like who's been the most encouraging to you and supportive? That would be my husband. Yeah. <laughs> Brian. Yeah. He has encouraged me. He's known about this goal for a long time and just like encouraged me to go for it for a long time. And like has just had faith that it would all work out and be successful. Right. Don't you love people that just don't stress about stuff? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, uh-huh. do it. I got it. You yeah. can do it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What about all of this other stuff that could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. And then he's works a flexible job and I'm able to like be home in the morning and also like have the kids around. It's just, and work, you know, is he still doing massage? He's like, like, your husband's like one of the best masseuses I've ever (laughs) encountered. And that's how I found out about you. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) He's like, I've gotten like digging into my shoulders and he's like, by the way, (laughs) My wife does this awesome, you know, landscape architect. I'm like, what? Give me your number. That's so funny. I know. I remember that. I was like, yeah, he introduced me to you. So yeah, that was, yeah. He just supports me and everything. That's awesome. And I try to do the same for him. I think everybody needs that. And I don't think that like we would be able to do the things or step out in faith without the support of somebody like that, a rock that we can lean on. Like if it all blows up. I can count on, you know, your income and your support and your help 
you know, through the, some of these trials. So I think that's wonderful that you guys have that for each other. Okay. If somebody wants to hire you or find you, where can listeners go to connect with you? Really the only place right now that I'm doing anything is Instagram. So that's where I love posting like photos of the projects I'm working on and little things that inspire me. And then, you know, photos of site visits and stuff. So if you really want to see like what I'd be doing as a client, like for you, then that's probably the best place because you can see like projects that I've done. And Okay. And what's the name of your Instagram? It's Jenna Johnson Designs. I better look it up. Do you know my Instagram? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's Jenna Johnson Designs. Jenna Johnson period designs. Period. Okay. We got a dot in there. Got it. That's it. And one day I'm going to get to my beautiful website and make time for all those things that are on my list. No, I think that it's amazing that you don't, you know, you're busy enough to not spend a bunch of money on that. And I think that's beautiful. And Instagram rocks to be able to support businesses. So, oh my gosh. And I've met the coolest people on Instagram. I know people feel like it's a big waste of time sometimes being on social media, but I feel like I've met so many other cool women in my industry. Absolutely. Contractors from like different parts of the world where I can just get inspired and see what they're doing and like learn from watching them build things. Right. I am a big believer in like social media for your business. I'm just not a huge believer in like a consumer of social media. So, you know, there's a line there that you kind of have to, at least for me, I set up, like I only have Instagram. I only have social media on my iPad. I can't like, Oh, that's good. Yeah. I heard you say you don't bring your iPad to bed anymore. I think that's amazing. I have no phone. Yeah. No phone, no phone rule. We just had this like long, like when it's time to go to bed, when I get in my bed, I try not to scroll. (laughs) Right. We had this long conversation with my team like two weeks ago about this topic because, you know, we all like get engrossed in work, but then we aren't present with our families. And one of my team members, she, I'm like, where is your phone when you go to bed? Like where, and she's like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's because she immediately picks up her phone when she wakes up and then starts Mm -hmm. checking her email. And I'm like, no, like, (laughs) go. So she went to Best Buy. I sent her home early. She went to Best Buy and she bought an alarm clock. Cause I'm like, you need to have an alarm clock yeah. your phone and you need to have a little charging station in your living room. And she's just like, I can tell over the last few weeks that she's just way more, just be able to come down and a little bit yeah, more, imagine you'd be a lot more grounded. Like, yeah. And like none of that stuff needs what? to happen immediately yeah. when you wake up. Like, have some internal See, time. You're such a good boss. That's cool. <laughs> I don't people. know. You know, I've done it wrong for a really long time and you just mm-hmm. learn how to try to do better. <laughs> yeah, <you're always laughs> yes. Okay. So Jenna, it was such a pleasure to have you here and to just for me, I've experienced your talent firsthand and your support. And she's helped create my beautiful yard. When we moved into our house, it was a pile of basically marijuana. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it when it was, it was, was it a marijuana. Really? Oh yeah. It was a marijuana farm when we moved no in. Way. So there was like holes the size of tractors everywhere. And I'm like, I do not know how to figure this out. So thank God for your uh. husband that he sent you. <laughs> and she created this master plan that we've been implementing for, I don't even know how many years, five years. Yeah. And so Thank you for just... Yeah, thank you for having me. This was really fun. I feel like I got to know you a little better. Absolutely. And thanks for just having 
the bravery and courage to put your beautiful gift out into the world and to be a strong woman and a force in this industry. I know you're going to go so far and I'm your biggest fan and <laughs> we'll always support you and always here for you. Oh, so thank, thank you. you. So Absolutely. It was good to talk to you too. Thanks for joining me today on the She Build Show. My name is Stephanie Olson. My hope is that this episode leaves you feeling empowered and ready to boldly take that step into building the life that you envision one, two by four at a time. And if you can do me a quick favor, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes. I get giddy over reading the reviews each week and I will choose one special person to win some SheBuild swag. Make sure you add your name to the review and I'll reach out if you're the winner. Thanks again for hanging out. Be sure to visit me at thesheBuildshow.com where you can ask me questions and share with me what you're building.